0: Hi, my name is Stella, and I'm the
1: Associate Managing News Editor on The Southerner. Hi, I'm Lindsay, and I'm the Social Media Editor on The Southerner. And welcome back to the ATLian Podcast.
0: In this podcast series, we will dive deep into the culture of our fellow ATLians. But before we do that, at the beginning of each episode, we tell a cool current space story to take a break from this crazy world we live in and pay a trip to fellow aliens outside of ATL. Hope a probe from the united arab emirates successfully reached mars on tuesday february 9th earning the country a spot in a small group of spacefaring powers that have sent spacecraft to study the fourth planet from the sun the uae hopes the mission will yield key discoveries on martian weather patterns and catalyze a new science and technology sector as it looks to wean its economy from oil dependence for mission managers at mohammed bin rashid space center in dubai Hope's arrival at Mars was a nerve-wracking climax in the UAE's first mission to deep space. The spacecraft traveled 300 million miles after launching from Japan's Tanagashima space, Summer, space Center last July as Earth and Mars aligned in their orbits around the Sun. It's also the first of three Mars spacecraft visiting the planet this month, with a Chinese spacecraft arriving tomorrow and NASA's Perseverance rover following next week. With its successful injection into Mars orbit, the spacecraft is on track to spend two years capturing global snapshots of the planet to better understand its atmosphere and weather changes.
1: I also picked my top favorite space movies of all time to share with you because these movies will totally get your head out of this world. And right after you listen to them, you need to watch them. First, we have the movie called Arrival with Amy Adams, and this movie isn't space, but it's about a spaceship that crashes onto Earth, and they have to figure out how to communicate with the aliens, and it totally messes with your head. Next is Interstellar with Anne Hathaway and Matthew McConaughey. That's about how the Earth can no longer make food for people to survive, so they have to find another planet to live on. This movie also messes with your head, and I've heard that some people have to watch it like multiple times so that they can actually understand it. And then finally, Annihilation and Ex Machina are truly incredible films that are a must watch. Bringing it back
0: down to earth, today we will be talking about love. We were inspired by the New York Times Tiny Love Story Collection and decided to collect some tiny anonymous love stories from the Grady community. Here are five of our favorites to share with you. Now the first one is a little bit on the longer side.
1: Over the years, we have lovingly shared our home with dogs. Our last two were adopted from a local golden retriever rescue group. My husband and I retired, no children at home, and not the demographic rescue groups usually want to attract. We were offered dogs that other families did not accept. Lucky for us. The first, Maddie, estimated to be about six years old, came to us after extensive heartworm therapy, months in a veterinary clinic, and two foster homes. Her original owners had neglected her and left her penned up so that she had worn down all of her front teeth trying to escape the wire cage. When she came to us, she was scrawny, shaggy, scared, and fearful. On our walks, whenever a car passed, she would jump into the bushes with her tail tightly tucked under. As I coaxed her out of the bushes, usually another car passed, so it took a while to get to the nearby park. At home, she stayed by my side, jumping whenever I moved. It took months for Maddie to learn to play with toys, to understand that we would come back home to her, and to trust. She became friends with many neighbors, loved being with children, and I think loved my singing. I had promised her that I would never leave her, but after four years, she was diagnosed with cancer and had to leave us. We held her and talked to her till the end. Two years later, we adopted Lucy, who was 10 years old, arthritic, and epileptic. She came to us from a loving home evidenced by the blanket, toys, and special mats they had sent with her. She had been at the vet for a few days, so she had a lot of pent-up energy. At first, she cautiously explored her home, learned about the stairs, and avoided the kitchen. Soon, she found sunspots to enjoy, showed us about the tummy rubs, and realized that the kitchen floor was a board of treats. Once we figured out that tennis balls were for chasing, we gathered a collection and sharpened our throwing arms. I sometimes wonder if Lucy thinks about her first time home. She gets a look in the eye when I'm singing at her. But we were so happy that she joined ours. Two vastly different beginnings and with love accepted and love given.
0: When my brother was born, I was not interested in him. A tomboy, dolls were not for me. Roller skates and a scooter were my favorites, both of which I nestled into my bed. Babysitting never occurred to me. In college, I met my husband, married, then pregnant. We lived a busy graduate student life. Pregnancy not interfering as I blossomed, sliding sideways in the library stacks and taking GREs surrounded by pillows and a nervous proctor. We didn't make plans or consider what it would be to be three. And then we
1: were. And we nestled together. I love the way my friends' faces light up when I'm telling them excited things about my life. I love baking them cakes to celebrate even smaller accomplishments. For people like me, whose love language is quality time, even the quiet moments in the car on the way home are fun for me. Being surrounded with people who make me laugh until I cry is quite literally all I could ask for. I'd spend every penny on making sure that they are happy. I love my friends.
0: Glimpses of a distant sun scatter into my room, the windowpane carrying a rupture of colors across the pages of my book. Changing, moving like the narratives, leading, pushing me astray. My little world, coffee roastings, fat old cats, perpetual dreaming, colliding with the endless worlds of greenwood, wow, suburban summers. Flights into the unknown on the rice paddy. Maybe the world's was always this way. Maybe not. The first animal I loved was Buster. He was a mutt whom my mom adopted years before I came along. Long black hair, floppy ears, a brown face, and a huge heart. I grew up, he grew old, and one day we said a heartbreaking goodbye. A few months later, I stood in my yard at age six with my mom in the early evening. A brown and black butterfly landed on my head and my mom told me it was Buster visiting us. Since then, whenever I see butterflies, I know it's my first best
1: friend coming back to play. We also have a special guest here with us, Allie Enlo, who is planning to get married in six months. So first, when did you get engaged and how have your plans changed since the pandemic? So I got engaged in September of 2019
2: and we've wanted to, we wanted to have a long engagement because my fiance was in chiropractic school. So we wanted to wait until he graduated. So pre-COVID, we had no clue that plans would change or else we would have gotten married earlier, but um our plans have changed kind of in a way um since the pandemic our um venue has been giving us updates on how many guests we can have if mass will be required um besides that we are still a little far out but also we um probably will not be able to have our reception outside inside we'll have to have it outside so that's a big difference because we wanted to have an indoor reception because we are getting married in august and it is very hot and so how has planning a wedding been during a pandemic um so planning a wedding during a pandemic is something i never thought i would have to do but it has been a little difficult and a little heartbreaking too because there are some things that you get to do when you're planning a wedding like having your food taste test and your cake taste test and all that stuff and we will not be able to get to do that like we normally would, Um, they're still trying to figure out the best case scenario for us to taste foods and cakes and whatnot, but besides that, it's been okay. Um, We definitely had to book a lot of our vendors, like the photographer and hair and makeup artist, a lot earlier than expected because all of the 2020 brides and weddings, all of their weddings got pushed back to 2021, so... We had to uh, adjust some planning for that, but besides them, besides that, we are just trying to um, take it day by day, and the health of our family and friends is what's most important to us. So if we do have a wedding and we can have as many guests as we need, as many guests as we want, whatever, we are going to follow the strict guidelines, and also, we'll get cute, pretty masks for everyone to wear, and we can all match. And what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? And for Valentine's Day, our plans so it's exactly six months to our wedding on Valentine's Day. So we are going to do lobster tail and filet mignon at home and watch movies because what else is there to do right now? And you know it'll be great. And
0: yeah. And for our single Pringles out there, Lindsay and I have some plans for you to do on Valentine's Day around ATL that are COVID safe. The first thing that we thought of was to have a Piedmont Park picnic, maybe bring your friends, your family. I don't know. I don't know if I'd want to do that with my brother. So probably bring my friends, but you could have like chocolate covered strawberries and do that really cute TikTok thing where you cut into the cake with wine glasses and then eat it. I don't know. I think that'd be something really fun and cute to do. Mm -hmm.
1: Okay. Next you can cook a nice meal for yourself. And I just made that Um, famous TikTok feta pasta, and it was so good. And the recipe is, like, all over the internet. Um, And then you can watch a rom-com. And we picked out the best rom-coms of all time, which are You've Got Mail, Clueless, Pretty Woman, 10 Things I Hate About You, Love, Simon, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, and, of course, The Devil Wears Prada. Now, we know The Devil Wears Prada isn't
0: technically a (laughs) rom-com, but we both just really like it. And the third thing we thought of was to just dress up really cute with your friends and have a photo shoot. You go to like Light Park, The View, which was self-promo featured on our last episode, yep. The Beltline, or the Jackson Bridge, which is really popular. That has a really, really good view of the skyline.
1: Thanks for listening to the third episode of the Alien Podcast. Stay tuned for our next episode in March.